0: Welcome to Adulthood Pending Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Annalise. And I'm Kimmy. We are a podcast for college students, recent graduates, or anyone else who's also figuring out that being an adult isn't as simple as it's made out to be. Join us each episode as we share how we are navigating our careers, post-grad lives, and the whole adulting experience.
1: by a special guest Maddie Denton. Maddie knows all of us from Scripps College where we first met and she's had tons of experiences moving to different locations and environments which is why we wanted to bring her on today to discuss that because we believe that's an important aspect of going through adulthood is living in different areas and meeting new people and really just navigating your adult life in these new environments. So we're so excited to have you here today Maddie to just share your stories and (laughs) all of the different places you've been living.
2: Yeah, no, I'm so excited to be here and to talk about all of this with you guys, because, you know, I know you guys have also been all over the place studying abroad, living in various places, you know, your journey taking you all over the country. So I think this is going to be a very fun conversation about this. Mm
1: -hmm. Cool. to start things off, we're going to start with a fun question. So if you could live anywhere in the world for a year, where would it be? Um,
0: For me, so my all-time favorite movie is... Pride and Prejudice. Oh my, Pride, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I totally blanked on that. Pride and Prejudice with Keira Knightley. And uh, in college, I studied English. So I would just love to live in the English countryside England. for a year. <laughs> yeah, Maybe... Like, not maybe too far from a city, because I don't know if I could actually handle being by myself for that long. But, mm-hmm. yeah, living that romantic, light, pastoral, wait, I don't know. If <laughs> pastoral, <laughs> romanticizing <laughs> my life in the English countryside. So, yeah, probably for a year would be good enough for me.
3: I feel like I'm, well, my, if I could live in a place for a year, in a country for a year, I think it would be Australia. Mm. Oh, Yeah. Well, I have a friend there right now, too, so, um, and, like, it just seemed, I'm just so jealous of him, because he's, like, there, and it's always great weather, and he, yeah. like, he was at the beach a while ago, and I was just really jealous of that lifestyle, um, probably, like, in the city, because I see a lot of things about, like, all those wildlife in Australia. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Mm. And it's like wild. And that freaks me out.
3: So definitely the city. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I think I would be Sydney. And I have um actually my mom's aunt lives in Melbourne. So they're not they're not near each other, but it would be nice yeah. to have like family in Australia.
1: Mm. Nice. I would love to live in New Zealand. I mm. feel like Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh. my interest has definitely heightened since the pandemic because they've gotten <laughs> everything together, but Beyond yeah. that, um, mm. my friend's sister lives there and she loves it. Ooh. And my friend visited right before the pandemic hit. And there's just like so much nature there and seems like a very relaxed place to live. Um, oh. And on top of that, I had another good friend tell me that I need to visit because I would love it there. And I mm. trust. It's
3: beautiful <laughs> from what I've seen. Wait, why
1: you
0: specifically?
1: Um, because there's like a lot of things to do mm. in the outdoors. Oh. Yeah. And for practicality reasons, apparently it's only a day and four hours ahead of Pacific time. So you technically could probably like still work there. Oh uh, if you if you lived in if you worked out of the US, but you moved there.
2: New Zealand is definitely like a big country yeah. crush for a lot of people because of just mm-hmm. how they handle everything. And I think a lot of people here in America yeah. like Look at how they handle things there and they're like, that makes sense. It made sense to shut things down yeah. during the pandemic. It makes sense to give everyone basic human rights. Like that makes sense. Like <laughs> yeah. um, I think I'm s i am I think for my my country, my country crush. Um I like that. Yeah. <laughs> me and my mom. Three years ago, we took a mother-daughter trip to Italy. Oh. We visited like three different cities there. Oh. We had a blast. I had a blast with Dana. Dana and I, we drank <laughs> and ate our way through Italy. It was a wonderful time. Um, but I loved Florence. I loved Florence. I. Ooh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I. I really, I love just like the atmosphere of it it's great. I just, I think I, everyone there just seemed like a vibe. Mm.
0: Mm. So Maddie, as our guest, like we ask everyone that comes on our episodes, what,
2: where are you on your adulthood journey? Oh my goodness. <laughs> where am I in my adulthood journey? I don't know. Thinking of adopting a pet, like, could that be where someone is <laughs> in their adulthood journey? You know, mm. I, I feel like it's a very like loaded question. Mm-hmm. but a good one as well and very relevant to this show. Um so where am I in my adulthood journey? Well, <laughs> um I mean, you know, so I originally uh did uh my freshman year at Scripps College uh in 2016 to 2017 and if I continued on that trajectory that I was expected to be then I would currently be probably where Kimmy is in her adulthood journey right now. Like first year out of Mm -hmm. college, working somewhere probably remote with this pandemic and like a little worry in the back of my mind. But Mm -hmm. yeah, instead though, um, I am in my junior year at uh, UC Santa Barbara and, Mm -hmm. you know, took two years off of school. So I would say... um, I, in my adulthood journey, I bought myself some time. I, mm-hmm. I bought myself <laughs> some time in my adulthood <laughs> journey because I was not ready to do my adulthood journey. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I would say right now, I am just still trying to figure out like what I want to do, um, what my interests are, you know, what am I gravitating towards to? Um, what am I not? Mm -hmm. very very general things I wish I had a more narrow like this is where I am in my adulthood journey but I would say it's very like I bought myself time and it's very like I don't know a little a little up in the air Mm -hmm. but I Mm -hmm. think also the pandemic has like I know it's pretty easy to just like throw blame on like outside things, but I think the pandemic actually has sort of thrown me and probably the rest of you like in sort of like the air of like, oh, ooh, where am I in my adulthood journey now? Like, oh my, like it really upended mm-hmm. every single person on this planet's life. So, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Do you feel like that you intentionally took those two years off, like knowing that you wanted to take those extra years? No, no. Um so then what was that what was that decision like then and in, in that process
2: Honestly like when I think back on because that, so I left Scripps, right? Um mm-hmm. did my freshman year there Claremont schools are great. That is a wonderful institution. That is an amazing set of schools. You know, you are just, you know, you are surrounded by some Smart, driven, very, very, you know, friendly people there. And I think they're great schools. So, you know, I loved experiencing that. But I knew that, you know, when my time had sort of finished up there after my freshman year, I wasn't in love with them personally. Mm Like, I could see why, like, a lot of my friends were and how they were, you know, this, these amazing set of schools. But for me, it really just came down to, like, I don't know. Like, I just was like, I feel like this is not my place. Like, I, Mm -hmm. for me, really, it just, it was the size. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. Like, I was like, I, I think I need to be in a bigger environment. Mm -hmm. And It that really like solidified for me. Um, After my freshman year at Claremont, you know, I was like, oh, you know, in my head, very much this fight of like, you know, Maddie, like, we want to go back. We have friends there. It's pretty. There's opportunities (laughs) like you should go back. But in the other side of my head, I was like, I know I don't want to. I know I don't want to go back. But Uh, I remember that summer I interned at a artificial intelligence startup, uh, right in the heart of Manhattan and I would, it was Mm part-time I was in Manhattan three days a week and I fell in love with it. I fell in Mm -hmm. love with New York city. It was probably the first time in my life I ever felt like, like this is my place. Like I finally Mm -hmm. feel like I belong somewhere. Like I didn't feel that in high school. I didn't feel that in New Jersey in general. I definitely feel it more in California but not fully but I remember like after that summer in New York City I was like I love it here like this is my place this is where I belong and one of the things that attracted me to the city was just like I mean, there's 10 million people there like it's huge like I just felt like you were all constantly like Meeting a revolving door of people, interacting with a revolving door of people from different, all different sort of backgrounds, you can imagine any possibility. And I was like, I love this. So mm. I loved it there. That's what I knew. But mm. it was a very stressful time for me personally because for a while I didn't know where my future was going because I didn't mm. want to go back to scripts. I think. Because, you know, like I'm just, I'm gonna say Scripps is expensive. That's an expensive Mm -hmm. ass school. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, my parents were kind of like, oh, you know, like, you don't really wanna send you somewhere if, like, you don't actually, like, your entire heart isn't there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I also wasn't sure, like, if I could transfer somewhere. Mm -hmm. I was just in in my mind, like, I was like, I don't know where I wanna go. I didn't really, like, all the colleges I explored in high school, like, I didn't necessarily love, like, it was kind of a little bit of like a scary, stressful time. Like I remember that spring 2018, like I didn't know where my future was headed. And, you know, I knew I wanted to go back to undergrad, but I was like, I don't even know where I don't know where to start. Um, And I remember like phoning friends and crying, honestly, and like being super, super stressed and being like, I literally don't know where the hell my future is going. Like I <laughs> help. <laughs> um, but you know, I had a very like sort of serious sit down conversation with my parents and they just were finally like, Maddie, if you don't want to go back to Scripps, like that's okay. That's, that's okay. If you don't want Mm -hmm. to go back, you know, we're going to have to come up with a bit of an alternative plan, but you know, their whole thing was, they were like, okay, you know, go do two years at a community college somewhere and then transfer into wherever you can get into. Anywhere in the country, mm-hmm. and I remember back in high school, I was really interested in u c Santa Barbara like I was like, the school seems cool, like oh. <laughs> you know, really good size, right by the beach in California, and just like I don't know everything I was reading about it, like the students there just seemed like really happy to be there, um just like, yeah, overall, mm-hmm. like good vibe student body, um but also still a really, really good school. So I just, I immediately was like, that's where I want to go. That's where I want to, like, I was just like, I don't even want to look anywhere else. Like, that's where I want to go. And, um, yeah. And there you are now. Yeah. Now I'm here now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so then what has been the experience then? Cause you, you know, are from Jersey, but then you went to school in California, but you also just like your part of a job in New York. So how has it been like, you know, going from the, each environment and each coast as well? how has that been for you? And how have you found like ways for you to adjust to a new environment and to make friends? Yeah,
2: that's a great question. Um, Even though I'm only 22, I feel like I've lived a lifetime because of just moving around (laughs) so much. I feel like I was a yeah. little bit of a different person in each place. But I feel like anyone can mm-hmm. also say that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I mm-hmm, was such a sure. different person yeah. when I was like growing up here. And then I went to college here and now I'm working here. You know? Mm-hmm. I just feel like mine was mm-hmm. like very much like in a in a like a span of three years going all over the place. Um mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, making friends. I don't know. I remember growing up, my mom. Uh, you know, she would take me and my brother to the park. <laughs> She'd be like, okay, kitties, you have a mission. You need to make a friend. And whoever oh, oh, makes a oh. friend first gets chicken nuggets at McDonald's. Oh my gosh. And the other just wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> the other just watches you eat. Maybe not. I mean, I'm sure yeah. like we both got something. <laughs> so I feel like, I don't know, growing up, like making friends was always like a. Like in the forefront of my mind, like, cause I just, I don't know, mm-hmm. like, you know, when my mm-hmm. mind was forming and developing, that's just what was told to me. Like during, yeah. you know, fun play yeah. time, my only instruction was, okay, go make a friend. Like <laughs> that was it. Um, but I don't know. And then, you know, I went out to college and I don't know, in high school, I wasn't really the most social person. I was very introverted. I didn't really have a lot of friends. Honestly, um so I think that very much inspired me even more to be super social the second I like got out of Jersey. Um so mm-hmm. I don't know, like you just what I've learned is just put yourself out there. Everyone everyone always loves laughing, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe like crack a little joke or something. You know, find something in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I would say like just making making friends in all these places, you know, going to Claremont and then, you know, when I was like living and interning in New York City, um, you know, when I went to UCSB, now here in Atlanta, like I've been able to form like a community of friends in all these places, but it definitely requires you to sort of put yourself out there. Mm Um, But yeah, just don't be afraid to introduce yourself to people. I always think like grabbing like a lunch or a dinner or drinks is like a very great way to just like get to see like if you vibe with someone and Mm -hmm. if someone seems interesting, if someone seems friendly and just do it. So personally,
0: for me, I've never really lived away from home. I went to college 30 minutes from home. Mm -hmm. And this is right now I've been in Madison for a couple months and it's been the longest time I've been away from my actual home Mm -hmm. and so I was just wondering for Maddie and even you Annalise because you kind of moved around a bit too Mm -hmm. like is there a point where you ever feel like oh this new place I'm in is now home or do you always like view the time away Mm -hmm. from said home or wherever you consider home as just like this intermittent period where you're just away and like how do you make time like I guess how do you not view that intermittent time as Kind of like what it is, like limbo time, if you may,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like this is a really cheesy answer, but oh, it's so cheesy, I hate it, but I really feel like <laughs> for me, a lot of like home feels is depend on like the people that I'm with and like in my life, like mm-hmm. it's it's so cheesy, but like for the longest time, so in back in Shanghai, we moved like I think three or four times, um just like two different apartments, but. It, it always I like every time I was in a new place it felt like home because that was where my parents were and that was where my sister was. So mm-hmm. that's kinda of what I associate home with. And like even when we first moved to Delaware, my mom and my dad were always like, Do you ever miss Shanghai? And I would honestly tell them, like, No, not really. Oh. <laughs> and I think like I think it was just because like I I like for me, home is like where my parents and my family sister was Mm -hmm. so because I was in Mm -hmm. Delaware with them I was like oh it still feels like home because like at least I have that constant in my life and that's like still the same um and then with Mm -hmm. college I think like that felt like home to me but it was like a second home and I think it was very much like my friends that I made Mm -hmm. that made it feel like home and like very much like a place I wanted to be in Mm -hmm. so I didn't like I knew it was kind of limbo time because that's like only four years of your life, assuming like depending on where you go and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it still felt like home because there was a still this level of comfort and like the people that I was surrounded with. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know that doesn't really answer your question, but I feel like a lot of no, it yeah. is dependent on like, for me, at least who's in my life and like who's there. And mm-hmm. that can bring this feeling of home
2: to you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some people really are just home yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so what about
0: like when you went to Boston you're away from your
3: family what point Mm -hmm. did or did you ever get even to a point where you're like
0: oh this is now my home
3: kind of so Boston's also tricky because I did I was born there Mm -hmm. right so for me like we would go back every summer so for me that was like also still home in a way because I had Mm -hmm. so many childhood memories in Boston Mm-hmm. So that's why it's always a little bit tr- tricky because I think I was just lucky enough that I ended up in a place that I had like these good memories and like all this childhood memories associated with it. Mm-hmm. um But it it is interesting to like at a certain point I'm like in my my apartment and I'm like oh this is my home like this is where I live this is my permanent residence yeah I think like that was probably the one thing that took some time t- for me because so much of it was just like new environment like even though it was a place that i had these memories with it's still new and that it's a new phase in my life too so adjusting that and not being in school Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean again like i made some friends in boston too that did help me feel
2: like it was home. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i guess for for me um I don't know. I I feel a little reluctant to call certain things home sometimes mm. because just how uprooted I feel like my life has become in the past four years. Like, oh, first I was in Claremont. Mm-hmm. Oh, now we're in Jersey. Oh, now we're in New York. Oh, now we're in Santa Barbara. Oh, now we're back in New York. Mm. Now we're back in Santa Barbara. Now we're in Atlanta. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> whoa. So I I don't know. I just, it's not that I I definitely do feel connected to places, definitely, but I don't know. Like, I think Mm. I just, I have commitment issues with locations, (laughs) but I would say for me, like, like home is, home is not New Jersey for me. I don't know because I just, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like New Jersey. (laughs) New Jersey's great. New Jersey's great. I think it gets a bad rep for no reason. Its (laughs) beaches are amazing. You have some of the most spunky people there, but I just didn't love it myself. I don't know. Um, I just never really felt like it was home. To me, New York was home. To me, New York feels the Mm -hmm. most like home Um, Mm -hmm. because it's just where I feel like, I don't know. Like I have like the people who are like the closest to me and you know have like literally been like Maddie, like this is home for you. Like you belong here. Like this is home. Um I <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I for me, home I think is just like where I feel the most passionate about. Mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think like yeah, I was just thinking like home for me is just like where I'm most comfortable. Yeah, not most comfortable. Like if I feel comfortable in a in a place, it can feel like home for me.
1: Yeah, I feel similar to what Annalise was saying, where it's like home is where the people are that you like um, or love. <laughs> but just like I feel like it doesn't necessarily always start that way. Like when I studied abroad. Definitely had a good experience, but then the summer that I was studying abroad, um, I lived with family friends, and that felt like a third home, because I knew them while well. they were like my aunt and uncle. And then when I did a study abroad program up in San Francisco, I lived with people that I never met before, and we all ended up being really good friends. So like by the end of that semester, it felt like home, because mm-hmm. I like you know, got along well with them and trust them a lot. And it was like a little family. Um, but beyond that, I feel like just having all of my stuff makes like <laughs> a place yeah. feel like home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, being able to be like, okay, this is the exact same clothes that I have at home. These are the exact same things I use wherever makes the environment feel more comfortable.
2: Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that answer. Do you have, like, any, like, comfort objects? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
0: since being away, I mean, I've only been away for a couple months, but um, I've kind of, like, really missed the location as well as the no. people. Like, of course, I miss my family a lot. And being here with my my boyfriend, I have someone here that I, you know, I love a lot, but Um, I really, I've like definitely had a breakdown already because there's this one ice cream shop I went to and then they didn't have the flavor I wanted (laughs) and I was like, I could have five of these ice cream shops within a five mile radius back home and there's only two in this city and I had to drive 20 (laughs) minutes because it wasn't at the one that was closer and so yeah, I think that's really interesting that i've learned about myself is how much i like miss the physical location Mm. of being in i mean it's Mm. also southern california which is such a like i'm very grateful to be living in but um yeah it's kind of weird how much i miss like the landscape or the Mm. amenities that i had access to back home and Mm. um yeah definitely I can. I think of home as like the lo- the physical space that I'm in, mm-hmm. as well as the people.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess it's also different. I don't. I mean, I I wouldn't know for sure, but I feel like it it is different for both you, Brittany and Kimmy, just because you two like did grow up in like the exact same mm-hmm. setting, you know.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I I didn't think about the like the physical environment because. Definitely, anytime the airplane lands and we drive up the street to get back to my house, it's like that just seeing the mountains and the palm trees yeah. where I live makes it feel like home. I'm like, yeah, look at that. Home. I said the exact <laughs> same thing today. I <laughs> was like, I
0: hate how flat it is. Oh, I was really? like, I hate how flat it is here. <laughs> I need the mountains. <laughs> I hate how I can't see anything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing beats California scenery. <laughs> <laughs> mountains scenic everything mm-hmm. i i agree though kimmy i definitely like, i i remember like growing up like every time like we would go on a trip and then like I'd come back and you would like coming from the plane or like a long car ride and you see like you know the thing that you're familiar with it's, like the palm trees or for me there was like a farm by my house growing up like i remember every time like we would pass it i'd be like ah okay home yeah <laughs> mm-hmm
0: so Maddie, it sounds like you've had a lot of changes in your life, in your environment, some a little more planned than others, it sounds like. Definitely. So, absolutely. Yeah. So have you had like any regrets maybe from changing your environment and the
2: direction it originally seems like it was going in? Honestly, um, no. Uh, I mean, it was definitely tough at times. And, you know, it was like, oh my God, I don't know, you know, what my next step is or where I'm going to be or, you know, I don't know, like go to school, get income, live, et cetera, et cetera. Like stuff like that was very like in the air. And it was like, God darn it. Like if I just stayed at scripts, like <laughs> I wouldn't be worried about any of these things. But I think because I had to constantly be on my toes and, mm. you know, I'm thinking, thinking ahead, always thinking ahead, like next step, like very early in advance. I think it like developed a skill for me and like always Mm -hmm. thinking ahead, Mm. always in like every scenario, think ahead. Um, Mm. And I don't know, like, I think a lot of the, like, even though, you know, school has been like very sort of like all over the place these past four years. And like, honestly, like academics have not been my main focus these past four years. I think mm-hmm. as a result, though, I've developed like a lot of skills that I don't know if I would have developed if I just stayed in one place. Like, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. I I feel so comfortable talking to anyone and everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel comfortable just going up to someone and like striking a conversation with them. It doesn't matter who it is. Like, I feel very, very comfortable doing that. I feel like in these past couple years, I've had to deal with Everyone of every different background and everything, like, you know, in person and talking. And I don't think I would have gotten that same opportunity if I was, you know, in just like the same place for four years. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it definitely like Mm -hmm. sort of like continuously forced me to like put myself in situations that I was I knew I was going to be temporarily uncomfortable in. And not only is that just like changes of states, that's changes of workplaces, changes of, you know, just where I was living in those states, changes of friend groups, changes of all sorts of things. Um, Just, yeah, like change everything, anything you think of, all sorts of changes in every sort of subset of group. Um, and you know, I learned to become very comfortable with the uncomfortable. And if anything, I think Mm -hmm. I seek it out a little more now because Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Ooh, like, -hmm. I don't know. I I like challenging myself now with like different Mm -hmm. types of like environments and they really range. Like I remember like sometime in the middle of like my year off, (laughs) I was like, I was in New York and I, I had to use the restroom somewhere. (laughs) But, um, I was right near Columbia University and, you know, I was like, oh, okay, they probably have a bathroom in there. But lo and behold, I walked into one of their like alumni ceremonies. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but then I decided to have fun with it. And <laughs> I walked in and they're like, hi, yes. Like, who are you? And I was like, oh, hi, I'm Maddie. Um, I'm class of, uh, 2006. Uh, I'm here for the alumni ceremony. Is there a coat check? There's a coat check around here. Okay, great, thank you. But it's—I think it's because there was like something in my mind where it was like, do it. Put yourself in this different scenario and see if you could sink or swim. And I—that's just like how I've handled like the past few years. Like I think just like doing things like that and forcing myself continually, continuously in those scenarios. I have so many. Um, like I—I I was like, okay, this. This was worth just saying, you know, bye to the, you know, expected four years I was supposed to do and just having a completely different experience meeting people that I never would have gotten to meet and getting close with people I never would have gotten to get close with unless I did something different. But I did have one moment of regret, like a very, very clear moment that stuck out to me and it was um it was fall 2019 uh it was the first time I went and visited Claremont um since I left Scripps so it was a little monumental for me I feel like because you know I'd have been to the campus in so long you know I left and there was this whole like oh will I come back <laughs> You know, it was just, I don't know. Like, it was the first time I was there. And, like, even though it had only been, like, three years, like, it just felt so, like, foreign coming back. But it also didn't, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I remember I was coming for the Euro Bash party at Scripps. I drove from Santa Barbara <laughs> to Claremont, parked my car at Honold Mud Library. I was about to meet with uh, Vicky Flores-Nahas, uh, CMC, Class of 2020. Shout out to her. She's one of my best friends. I was about to meet up with her and I parked my car. I was carrying my stuff and I got onto CMC campus. It was about 7 p.m. It was dusk. Everyone was at dinner. It was completely silent on campus. All you could hear was like a little thud of like a skateboard going on the concrete. And it was the part of campus where you're looking at right ahead of you is the cube. And, you know, the water sort of surrounding it and then behind it saying nothing and like saying everything at the same time, the Kravis building. And I just I feel like if there's a spot on Claremont, that's so like. Not breathtaking, but like, wow, like I'm at a special place. It's that or it's at least one of those places because it's it's so like. I don't know and like the way that it lights up it's like lights it up in the perfect areas and stuff and i just I, I felt like i was the only person there and i just remember looking at what was in front of me and i was like damn like this is what i gave up this is what i turned my back on and i had i had a moment of regret i was like Patty, like this is what you said bye to this is what you were like mm. <laughs> nope <laughs> no thanks like bye I don't know I did like this little like 360 like in a spot and I was like wow like this was this was it I, I don't know I was also I don't know I was like I don't know I was just I, I don't know I was like I was really I was all I was having myself a little cinematic moment of like regretting Claremont <laughs> Regretting leaving Claremont, and then you know I I gave Kravis another look, and I was like, I mean, you know, I dug my grave, I made my bed, I need to lie in it. I have. It's not like I can go back. It's not like I can transfer back in. Like, you know, it. I chose this path, and I love the path I chose. But this is what you gave up. But it's okay. <laughs> and I just I was like I picked up my stuff, and I was like no regrets. You you cannot have regrets. And that was that. It was like a core memory. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you painted that picture really well. I was just like visualizing it the whole time, <laughs> especially the skateboard. <laughs> I could hear, I could yeah, like, I, hear. I, I don't the care sound. that sound. I hear it. like, it's just this like hollow. The hollow part it's too. It's so yeah. hollow. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I'm sure maybe there are people that actually have absolutely zero regrets but I feel like it's hard to not at least oh yeah miss or like think about Mm -hmm. the alternative of what something could have been especially like when it is Mm -hmm. such a big life change like you took
2: yeah yeah entirely yeah like I just was like dang like you maybe would have had like way less stress these past four years and way less like everything's unknown (laughs) like you know, if you attend. And I think I still would have had a great time, a great adventure if I attended Scripps. I'm not saying oh, I would have been like, a, like so bad. No, I think it would have been wonderful as well. But like, I don't know, I feel like I really went on like my own customized adventure as a result. And mm-hmm. I don't I wouldn't have I wouldn't give that up for the world.
1: Mm-hmm. That's great to hear. Um, yeah, that's so cool that even though you are so young, you've been able to live in a bunch of different places and experience new environments and meet new people. Like, I feel like there's not that many people that are our age that can say that they've had the same experience that you've had. <laughs> and it seems like it's really made an impact. And you're still in school. So that's like, oh, super thank cool. you. That's really nice. And you're one of the or you are the first person that we've had on that is still an undergrad. So we were wondering how has going to all these different places and meeting new people really changed or influenced where you want to be, like, post-grad, throughout your adulthood (laughs) journey? (laughs) Do you have anything in mind? Um,
2: Yeah, I mean, of course, it definitely has had, like, you know, an impact on, you know, my future career wants, hopes, and dreams. Um, Honestly, like, I still feel a bit up in the air about things. Like, a lot of my um professional experience is in digital marketing and um you know that realm of things uh and you know that's definitely something that i have really you know learned to master over these past few years having a lot of internships in that realm um but i love like i love meeting people i love talking to people um Like, okay, dream job, dream job. I would love to be a talk show host. I would love it. Like it (laughs) (laughs) would.
1: I could see it. I was going to say that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I would, I would love to do that, but that's such a dream and there's a lot of steps to get there and I need to take those steps. Mm. One of them I've been considering has been to start a podcast.
1: (laughs) Oh. What about location wise? Like, I know you said you love New York. Do you expect to return? Oh, my God. Yes.
2: Yeah. No, I like I've been texting my friends like, yeah, I'm going back after grad. Like, I miss it so much. I see so many like TikToks of people romanticizing the living shit out of New York. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I look (laughs) at those and I'm like, that literally used to be my life. Like, like, I I could go back to that. Like, you know, but I also, I love Los Angeles too. I love like, you know, the scenery of it. I like, literally, I just love driving around Los Angeles. <laughs> like <laughs> me and my friend, uh, me and one of my best friends, Maisie during quarantine, when we would get bored, we would just like drive around Los Angeles and like, look at pretty houses and give them ratings. Mm. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love, I love Los Angeles. I love, um, I'd also love to go abroad at some point. Like, I'd love to, like, live in London mm-hmm. for a bit um, and experience that. Mm-hmm. So I I definitely want to go back to New York. It For now, that is my plan after I graduate. But I don't think that's my plan forever. And I just, I don't know. Let's, I mean, mm-hmm. hey, if you told me three years ago I would be in Atlanta. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wouldn't believe you, but here I am. So... <laughs> I also, I mean, I could say what I want to do, but is that going to happen? Maybe not. (laughs) But, you know. Well, as someone who's mostly lived
0: my whole life in the same place, I'm jealous that you have such an open mind to where you're going to live and you kind of just have like a fearlessness when it comes to
2: going to all these places and exploring all your options. That's really nice, Brittany. But, you know, you're you are in Wisconsin. That is a new place. I I like have never. I don't know. Like I, you know, you should you should make that England dream come true. You should. No, it's not a yeah. dream. It's it's a plan. It's a process. Yeah. It's No, seriously. Next step. Yeah. Entirely. Hopefully. So, Maddie, if
3: you could give our listeners just one tip on just adjusting to a new lo- location and environment, what would that tip be?
2: Um, yeah. So, okay. Scenario. Let's say, you know, you're out of college and you just moved to Seattle. Right. Um, but you also know that this person who is friends with this person who you are aware of, but maybe you never really talked to, but you have them on Facebook or Instagram, you know, they're in Seattle, reach out to them, send them a DM, reach out to them. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if like just if you get somewhere, And you notice like people on your social media who are also there and you went to school with them or you worked with them or they were like a friend of a friend of something, reach out to them. Do not hesitate. Reach out to them. Be like, hey, like I just moved here. Like, you know, I think we know each other from blank or through blank. Like, you know, Mm. I really want to like check out this place. Like I'd love to grab brunch or dinner or drinks. Like if you're down and People are always down. People are always down to meet up. People are always down to, you know, get to meet new people. Like as much as like, I feel like, you know, some people when the pandemic started, they're like, oh, I hate people. So this is great. No, we (laughs) love people. We need people to survive. Humans are social creatures. Humans are social creatures. So like, just don't be afraid if you're somewhere new and you are like, ah, there's this person here, but like, we had a mutual friend, but we never really talked. Reach out, reach out, mm-hmm. reach out. Who cares? Like, mm-hmm. what are they going to do? Say no, maybe. But there's like a 1% <laughs> chance of that happening. <laughs> like nine, nine times. Okay. Nine <laughs> times out of 10, when you reach out to someone and you have some sort of connection, maybe you follow each other on something, you're friends on Facebook, you have a mutual friend and you're like, Hey, let's do this. Let's grab this. I want to ask about this. Like they will probably say Yes. And you could do that. Mm. And maybe you just made yourself a new friend. But yeah, so that's my adulting advice. Never be afraid mm. to reach out. And, you know, if you're somewhere new and, you know, it's a great way to just, you know, feel less alone in a new place.
3: Mm-hmm. I like that. That's
2: a really good idea. That's a really good mm. tip. Thanks for sharing that. Of course. Yeah, though, I'd like highly encourage anyone to do that. A hundred percent. So Maddie, would you like to tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, absolutely. You can find me in Atlanta. (laughs) 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 Please come
0: hang out with me. (laughs) My home address is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at M-D-D-Y-D-N-T-N. It is my name without vowels, Maddie Denton, but just without the vowels. Um, On TikTok... I am a deep fried applesauce underscore. Um.
3: The underscore at the end, too. <laughs> the underscore that not so. Oh. Just, just the actual just underscore. Just the
2: actual underscore. Yeah.
3: Well, thanks again for joining us, Maddie. And thanks for sharing your. Thank you for story. having me. Yeah. Thanks for just, you know, giving people some advice and just telling more, telling listeners about your experience moving around and adjusting to new environment. So thank you so much.
2: Yeah, no, this has been awesome. You guys are fantastic. You are a, you know, bright group of women that I've just talked to. No, I know I sound like I'm joking. I'm not, I'm not. No, this was, this was really fun. This was really great. You guys did an awesome job. You guys are doing an awesome job with this podcast. I listened to it. I check in on it. Um it's great. I think, you know, you guys just I don't know. I really really like how, you know, there's no front being put on. It's like like put the walls down, like, you know, there's no need to front that like we have it all together, right? At 22 years old, like no. So, I really commend you guys for doing that. I think especially during a time where things are really scary right now for people our age like going into the workforce, like I think it's very honestly commendable that you guys did this. So, props
3: thank you you. thanks if you want to listen Mm -hmm. to us struggle some more in adulthood you can just keep you know you can you know where to find (laughs) us we're at Adulthood Pending Podcast on instagram um and you can send us an email as well to hello.adulthoodpendingpodcast and gmail.com join us every other monday for new episodes and we can't wait to share our stories and excite you with us on our adulthood journey thank you everyone
0: thank you Bye. bye